let's say I cheated, but he received it and he still trash talked it and still asked me to take it back. So that was when I knew, that was when I sat back and I realized that it was not a me problem. Anyway, I knew it was not a me problem, but you know, you know how you give people excuses upon excuses just to make make it just to make better of the situation right and then i knew it was not a me problem and so for that at that point the plan was endure and get something else but at the point endurance was not playing it for me right i, I started with let me not talk back when he talks but it didn't work so at that point i pulled out um i didn't apply to job for like two months so i like i said i would like to come here and sit and brag and say I did anything spectacular about it. I ran away. And to me, I would say that was like the best and only solution for me at the time. So, yeah. It's actually not a you yeah. problem. It's, it's more of based on their last experience or based on what they are dealing with. People are dealing with a lot of stuff. Or based yes. on what they are dealing with, they are like, oh, you look like you look like the lady in my former job that um, was taking all the glory and it looks like I was wasn't doing anything or you you look really? like the um look like the camp girl that gives vibe of um, excellent girl hard working that way the boss looks like he's not doing anything or you look basically they have a lot going on in their ha- head they have a whole lot they are dealing with and it's easier for them to pass on that insecurity into somebody that is not very self-aware <music> just wants to keep buying clothes i mean i tell myself i'm not going to buy clothes this month but no i'm already doing much of what i want to buy hi guys welcome to in between spaces this is an amazing um opportunity again for us to talk about our experience our wins our down moments and yeah, hear from other people too, right? So today on the podcast, um, okay, before we go into the podcast, how are you doing? Yeah, really, how are you? Um, I'll go first while you're thinking of your answer. I'll go first. How am I doing? I... I am a lot quiet. And I've been listening to myself and being in my own space and just doing my thing. And it's been an amazing, like, journey. And, yeah, I've been productive lately. I don't know if that's part of the reason why I've been productive, Sha, but I've been a lot productive lately. Practically taking off things from my to-do list. Have I had any um bad experience lately? Yeah, aside from... I don't know how to describe this, but because I'm being honest with all of us on this <laughs> podcast, aside from old people trying to get back into your life, yeah, I'll put it that way. Aside from that, yeah, I'm actually very good. Yep. So how are you doing? You can answer in the comment section. You can answer in, you know, the chat box on Spotify. Yeah, you can put your answer there. So today on the podcast, we 
having a very interesting discussion, right? So we're talking about the challenges of breaking into product management, breaking into tech actually, but um, the something exciting. We have a guest on the show today, and I'm going to introduce her in a bit. But she's a PM, so we practically talked about her journey. Yeah, breaking into product management. So we'll be looking at that. We'll also be looking at um, the importance of collaboration and building of your portfolio. There should be evidence of what you say you are doing, right? That should be out there. So also we'll be looking at um, self-awareness in the workspace. Dealing with insecurity. I'm just giving you like a sub, I broke down, I broke down what we are talking about. I just broke it down, down. So dealing with insecurity, the importance of sensitivity in communication. Most of us just say things in our head as they come, but we are no more kids anymore, right? Why that makes you feel really free and why we want to be, um, have this childlike um, feeling in our head and all of that, but I agree with that. I also want to feel like a child most times, but not when what you say affects other people. So yeah, sensitivity and communication, impact of feedback, how to give feedback and how to receive feedback. We also talked about we are <laughs> we also talked about managing difficult people because yeah, if you agree with me, there are just some people that are very difficult to deal with. They are just difficult. Um, yes. And our guest today owns a non-profit, so we will be going over the lessons she have learned from owning or starting a non-profit and life lessons she have learned so far in building a business. Because you guys, business is different from hangout. It is different from I'm trying my hands in the water. It is different from a whole lot of things and it's a lot more tricky when you bring in when there is friendship there is a friendship um thing going on then the business is just it's just a little tricky so yeah let's dive in uh i have the honor be clapping your hands wherever you are <laughs> i have the honor to introduce to this amazing audience Millicent Bra. She's a product manager at System Spec. She has two years experience as a product manager and over this time she has had the opportunity to work on different areas in technology such as HR tech, FinTech. Also, she's an advocate for mentorship because that's what pushed her or has helped her to where she is currently, which is also what inspired her to launch newbies so newbies is um a platform that guides beginners to find the right direction yep so welcome ma welcome we are so happy to have you on this podcast guy i'm so excited you are here thank you so much to have you thank you thank you bless thank you for having me um you forgot to mention that I'm a meme supplier. Okay. But yeah, thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. Okay, thank you very much. Um, Let's get right into it. How can you describe your career journey like um, so far? 
How can you describe it? Maybe in one um, sentence, if you want to anyone oh if you say in one sentence i would say shocking I, I in one word in one word i would say shocking in one sentence would be i am shocked and it has been god or god has shocked me <laughs> <laughs> i love that i really do i love it i am shocked it has been god that's so cool um yeah. if you are saying shocking that means a lot of um unconditional things have happened in in the process or within the past few years from the um from graduating uni to job search to landing your first um tm role um getting the first job in the tech space can be really difficult and then for pms for parents too, because for someone to actually take a chance on you and your skill, you have to show like some record of uh, work that you've done or your achievements. But for PMs, um, how do you tell someone that you have led a project, led a product, and this is the success metrics, this is this, when you've actually not had the experience? So how was, what was your experience navigating the job application? Um, period and how we're able to land your first rule um anything anything you might want to add to it would be great just give us a quick one okay so i agree with you and i'm glad as a designer you've actually acknowledged the fact that it's difficult for pms to actually break into their career right um because yeah. i remember when i started initially and i was speaking to um some other people in other spaces like the dev i had a couple of friends learning at the time to be like software engineers to be like data engineers or designers and you know we're talking about our struggle in getting our first role right and i had not gotten mine they had gotten a couple so i was not to discredit their own hard work but you know the conversation of oh i think it's easier for you guys because you know what from your class assignments and assessments you can show something that this is my strength and people can major you and say okay this is something i can work with and build on right but for us we have nothing like that to show and so it makes it more difficult um for us and they were like, oh, it's not true, this, that, 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 you know. But I'm, so, so it's refreshing to see that um, somebody else actually agrees to that singular factor. But yeah, so for me, um, I would say two things helped. Well, first, what helped was mentorship. I think you said it during the introduction. Um, again, I'm a very big advocate for mentorship. I always tell people, if you can get yourself a mentor, if you can find a mentor, you know, by all means, please do so. Because what this does for you is that it pushes you in an unconventional direction, if that makes sense. It pushes you yeah, in an unconventional direction in the sense that, you know, there's a particular pattern to things. A typical person waking up to learn a skill would be, I'll learn a skill, I'll start applying for jobs, right? And yeah. I will start putting myself out there, you know, they say social media, so yourself. Well, that is not wrong and that works. What mentorship does for you, what he did for me, right, was you finish your learning, 
right good apply for those jobs but let it be known that during this phase your application for jobs is not to get the job it's to just familiarize yourself with interviews right if you get it in the process good but if you don't you know that that's not your problem so that period applying for jobs were more like um was just let me just get an interview i was not like let me get the job let me get an interview that was one of the advices the second one that came with mentorship was you know how as a fresh graduate we know we don't have the experience so we try to cramp up all the things we've done maybe during that time when there was strike and we went to go and sell for one of our auntie or we assisted our mom to run her shop we now try to cramp all those experiences into our cv to build something reasonable so that people will look at you and consider you right what mentorship did for me was scratch that what you have learned in your pm trainings that should be the only thing there pick it up and say junior product manager product manager intern whatever you want to put there and then say entry level um so as at the time i was training with entry level six years training entry level product management bootcamp areas covered this 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 um personal assignment, this is, and I put that up and that gave me my very first interview with AOO. And I made it to like the final stage of that interview, which was not easy because AOO is not an unstructured organization, they're a big deal. So you should know what comes with their interview enough for somebody to even get to the last stage, right? Yeah, um, yes, and there were people with more years of experience in that interview it was about four stages if I recall correctly and the people with one year two years and then there was me that had just done two happy three months of learning so that was one but the last thing which I think was a game changer for me was instead of sitting around applying and just learning moving from one course to the other which I think is something a lot of beginning PMs too you know just taking courses taking courses is you have a team of people other people learning you you know people learning software engineering you know people learning design find those people let's people work on a project together because without these people you can actually show something right and so start working on something for yourself and as god may have it i was in a very good community at the time and I put it out there and there was somebody that said, oh, she's also a PM and she wants, she was also going through that direction, but she has not gotten a designer. Somebody popped up, say, I'm a designer. I mean, I've learned for one year, but I've really not done anything. This would be a good place to actually kick off the ball again. And then we came together. Then there was a girl learning web development and she just started, she was like one month into it. And she said, oh, can I join the bandwagon? And we did, we looked for a topic. Remember the other PM, she had already started. So we, when we had topic, right, we wanted to change, but it was like, let's just work with her. So it was a productivity app. We worked on that product together and we got to the design stage so much that product was functioning as prototype. But so something was there to show and we documented every process. That was how I found my first um, collaboration to slides. It wasn't Jira. We figured our way through slides. We learned a lot of things that we had not learned in class through that um, process. And the amazing thing about this is that I got my very first rule, although through recommendation, that was what the person used to convince me. And the person was like, yeah, this person has recommended you, but I will still want to see that, you know, you have an idea of what, and because this is very sensitive for me, what I want to hand over to you is very sensitive for me because it was an outsourced rule. It's not like it was internship. 
I want to see evidence that I can bet on you. Exactly. Yeah, it's an outsource. It wasn't internship. It's like this is work she was supposed to do for herself, but she had so many things going on that she was like, okay, let somebody do this one for me while I'm doing the other one. So it was company work. So she has a standard for herself because what she's going to give her Oga is what I would put, which means it has to be the standard that she would present it if she was to actually do it herself. Do you get? So if she wanted to use me because of the recommendation, but at the same time, she wanted quality. And guess what I could show? That project that I did with these other girls, and I walked her through, and she was like, okay, 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 okay. She mentioned the things that were not there that she would have loved to see, but it also gave her a bit of confidence that, interestingly, so that, ah, you did this without, you know, guidance. People were just putting research, research, research. You know, she asked me, how did you do this? I was like, eh, I, I watched YouTube. I did like this. And it just, it just gave her that thing to hold on that, okay, even if this person has not known it fully, they know their way around to get what they need. And that was it. Nice. So for me, that is like, um, don't come empty-handed. I always say that. I'm like, if you are, most times, don't, I get it that some people are like, you can look for your mentors and all of that. But one way to actually get people to bet on you and take really giant strides with you is show something. Don't don't exactly. just have a whole lot of questions without any, don't just have a lot of questions without any, um, effort from your end do something even if it's not good enough even if it's not perfect someone like me i would love to see what you've done i can comment on it i can give um constructive critics on it i can i can tell you okay this is this is i can send okay. resources on it so this is a that can help you do better here this is what can help you do better here and it's better for me to take you at that point because i am like see what you've done I've seen your capabilities. I see what is lacking, and I see where you are very good. So I, yeah, I butter you up in the area you are very good. Like it was someone that buttered me up in UX. Like person was like, ah, your UX, is yes. no, 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 your your experience, you 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 understand the experience part of um, your work. Yes. I have to yeah. that that is something I'm really good at. Bothered me up at that point, and I said, "Oh yeah, your UI. We need to do something about it." You get so so someone that is coming yeah. in at that point to know where to bother you up and pad you and say, "This is you are doing really great here." Oh yeah, this is where I want you to do better. So um, I really love your um journey. First thing I picked that is really good for me is declare your CV. Don't have plenty irrelevant. Irrelevant might not exactly. be the right job, but don't have many details in the CV that in clouding the relevant experience if your relevant experience is just to you don't have to put when you were a baker at Olumosho and how you yeah. uh, have excellent um you don't you don't blame yeah i think i think yeah, yeah sorry to break in here but so these things are very much i i think the miscommunication with that and i just see feel like it's relevant to say this in case few fresh graduates kind of listen to this is because when we come out of school there's a news a whole brand your cv you need to make your cv tailor your your experiences to fit what you're looking for you know a lot of people there's a lot of misleading information when you come out and it's overwhelming for a young graduate fresh, that does not have like a single voice to actually listen yeah. to and that's what leads to all the baker experience all those things that we now jump back in our cv and then we send it to somebody and somebody is like okay what do you really want to do with your life 
I really wish we can we can stop people that the people they aspire to perspire people that try to because I feel like is um what was the word when you're trying to take advantage of something? Pray on these people that you know don't know these things. It's sad because you know yeah. this would not help them. But you go ahead. A friend of mine, I sent her a job posting and she said, Oh, she wants to apply, but her role, her job does not say this thing. I was like, No, I know you. I, I requested this role, even if I know you don't have the job experience. I know you've done similar things like this. That's why I sent this to you. I was like, let me see your yeah. CV. Guy, it was so different. It's like it was he had a lot of grammar. He had a, a lot, lot of, of a lot was going on, a lot of nonsense. I was like, who did it? She said she paid somebody 15k to do it for her. Oh my god. And when they finished NYC, you know that thing after okay, um after camp here, yeah, they they usually when you pay for some all those their camp courses, you come and then they will do those things for you. So she paid 15k for that. I had to take the CV and redo it by myself before she applied for that role. And I think it was like I said, mentorship plays a cue. Before I went for camp, a friend told me that when you go, a lot of people will come and meet you and say this one pay, don't pay for any of that thing. And he told me I made that mistake. I paid twenty thousand and I did not learn jack. So when they came, I knew them before they came. See, so it's wow. just easy when you have people to guide you. Thank you. And then another point you made too is the community. I really love how you explained that part where you collaborated with these people. Um, I might not want to go deep into it, but over time they yeah. might have become your friends. That way you build people that you kind of have a connection with. People that yes. you are going to do this journey with, people that are going to understand. You don't have to explain so much. Like they understood where the struggle started and when you finally get the job and it's pressing you like, this is my friend I was having a conversation with. Her. Like, what, what was your, like, hold on, hold on. This is job we fasted for. Remember? Remember? <laughs> so, so it feels really good having people you've done this stuff with. They are there to keep you in check. So when you need someone else aside from yourself to remind you how far you've come. And then documents, you mentioned documents. When you work on these side projects, and um, I'm talking to the listeners right now, and if you are, if you don't have so much experience, when you work on these side gigs, or someone said, oh yeah, I'm working on these projects, or you can come in as a secondary um, person, person, or let's say secondary designer, just this is what I want you to do. I want you to arrange the icons. I want you to do the style. You are not doing much work on it, but you are doing something. It's important that you document at that point. Document what you did. Your ability to put what you did in writing, and if they are visuals, if you can take screenshots, as if it's not um, a confidential project. But your ability to yeah. actively write down and discuss what you were able to do. That is what someone else is going to see. I understand that a lot of us want people to take a, um, take a chance on us. But and inside of you, you know you are amazing. You know you are so smart. You are so capable. But unless you put it out there, we are not going to know. Unless you put it, unless I put it out there, recruiter is not going to know how amazing I am. Unless Millicent puts it out there, nobody is going to know how the great work she's doing with newbies, which we are even going to talk about on this podcast. So put yourself out there. Be able to convey what you are doing. Document, put it out. It's okay to do the overlap sometimes.
um next question for you millicent okay um can you tell us the highlight of your career journey so far or the happiest time you've had as a young lady in tech doing career and big woman things what has been the highlight of your journey or an experience that was so good you were so happy um so i would like to think the highlight of my journey there's a lot actually but <laughs> i would i like to stick to the beginning so remember that project where i said you know the lady had to take me to do her job for her um yeah wow yeah i think that was the best experience um in that project i learned a whole lot and the most challenging part of it was at the end of every tax I will now have to walk her through it all because she has to know what for what and my intentions behind everything that I do. Why did I do it? Because she's the one going to sit down and answer the questions and she cannot easily down me or she cannot say, well, I'm not the one that did it too because they think she's the one. So we have to walk. But you know what that did for me on the long run? It has made me always answer the why behind everything I do when I walk. Yeah. Right um even i have a couple of students right now and when you tell me you do something i don't go without asking you why i mean this design is beautiful i love it it's cool oh good well my first question to you will be why is it the way it is right it kind of gave me so you know how we say um you move from point a to point b point b to point c point c to point d now everybody moves like that but a lot of people don't even know why we are moving like that we just know that after a is b right um i was reading a post the other day somebody it was watching a video and the lady said she she's just used to um putting her more and more inside leave or thereabout she doesn't know why that she just it's something she still does now she Okay, no, 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 not Moimoy is I leave. She doesn't know why the reason behind why we unshell Moimoy, unpeel Moimoy and beans before we use it to make Moimoy. But it's something we've been doing years ago and she just tries to do it with the peel and it makes no difference. Apart from the fact that the black part of it gives it a bit of color, it really makes no other difference. And then I really thought about it, but for real, why are we really removing the back of this? Before? Is it dangerous? It's not dangerous. You know, we're not cooking the way we cook it. We want to make it as normal porridge uh, oh aside from from your first room to your, to your next yeah. to this current one i feel um is understandable to say you must have encountered um something that didn't sit in well with you or you've had maybe a bad experience in any of these jobs um, if you don't mind sharing, even if you don't share the experience, how were you able, able to overcome it? How were you able to go past that? How did you manage it? Um, okay, to had... be honest, right? Yeah, to be honest, right? Um, I would not, I know this is supposed to help eight people, um, but in my I wasn't able to navigate it. Instead, I pulled out of it. So maybe that may also be a means of navigation, right? Uh, my worst experience yeah. was not necessarily about the job, but it was about the person I had worked for. It was a really toxic environment. Um, his expectations were high, reasonably so, but 
you know, when you didn't meet that, it came with a lot of insults. And while in now I look sometimes and I look back, those high expectations made me put in extra work. Valid. But I also feel like knowing that I was coming in as not so much of an expat and you employed me like that regardless and expecting me to high set reach certain levels, which I did on many occasions. Um you still speaking down to me using words like stupid, silly, um that was nonsensical. Yes, nonsensical, you know calling me a waste of time and also threatening my job, you know, lazy. It was a lot of names and it got to a point where I had say having panic attacks, my hands would be shaking. A simple meal, the moment my meal does, my phone pops up and I see the meal, I could not breathe for that second. I can't, I've not opened the meal to see the content too, but I'm just scared. They want to give me another work and I know this work, I will not do it well. You know, it was just a whole lot um, to deal with. I lacked, I said losing confidence in what I was going to do. I would show the people around me. Yes, I would show the people around me and they would always try to tell me, ah, this is good, this is good. And what so far was that many times because of the nature of him, I had, I have experts in my life in a lot of areas, right? So I run these things by them and they would give their sign off. So when I knew this was not a problem was when I had handed over a tax to my mentor to completely handle it because it had been so much. So I begged him, I was like, please, you know, I don't want to go into that meeting crying again, coming out crying again. So please, can you do it? You know, and then I did that work and I sent it back. So I did not edit, I did not alter, I did not touch. It was not my, it was not me doing it. Do you understand? So let's say I cheated, but he received it and he still trash talked it and still asked me to take it back. So that was when I knew, that was when I sat back and I realized that it was not a me problem. Anyway, I knew it was not a me problem, but you know, you know how you give people excuses upon excuses just to make, make it, just to make better of the situation, right? And then I knew it was not a me problem. And so for that, at that point, the plan was endure and get something else. But at the point, endurance was not playing it for me, right? I, I started with, let me not talk back when he talks. But it didn't work. So at that point, I pulled out. Um, I didn't apply to jobs for like two months. So I, like I said, I wouldn't like to come here and sit and brag and say, I did anything spectacular about it. I ran away. And to me, I would say that was like the best and only solution for me at the time. So, yeah. Thank you very much for sharing that. And um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you had to go through that. Um, a lot is happening in the workspace. And yes. if you are new to the... Um, tech space or if you are new to the career world not just the tech space if you are new to the career world to understand that your uh, your self-awareness is very important um understanding where you are at the moment i love when she mentioned he knew where she was at the moment and he hired her so you don't hire me at that point and you want me to do executive work you get um, why that can there is a lot to talk about under that area, but I want you the ability to or the the consciousness of who you are is going to help. That's one. Two is 
people are dealing with a lot of insecurity. Like people are dealing with a whole lot within themselves. There was a time I had this conversation with my sister. And she said, um, everyone needs to understand that most times people are seeing you from a lens of a bad experience or encounter they've had. It's actually not a you yeah. problem. It's, it's more of based on their last experience or based on what they are dealing with. People are dealing with a whole lot of stuff. Or based yes. on what they are dealing with, they are like, oh, you look like... You look like the lady in my former job that um, was taking all the glory, and it looks like I wasn't doing anything. Or you, you look really? like the um, look like the calm girl that gives vibe of um, excellent girl, hardworking. That way, the boss looks like he's not doing anything. Or you look basically they have a lot going on in their head. They have a whole lot they are dealing with, and it's easier for them to pass on that insecurity into somebody that is not very self-aware. It's easier for them to pass it on to you and you're not feeling, oh my God, maybe I was not good enough. Even away from the career space, in personal life, most times yeah. how people speak is they project exactly they project, they project their thought, they project their insecurities, they project their fears into someone else. So you are talking about a big idea, and then one of your friends says, Ah, you don't start again, yourself the dreamer. Excuse me. Yes, exactly. I, I think I have a problem with people who do that. I um I right. I, I, I caught away from you. The moment I give a big idea and you feel like it's such an insane idea, I I not in a joking way. You know, with some people joke. You know, we can be talking and you be like, they dear, they play. We understand that, but there are some people like you said that like just said, they legit believe it is not a possibility. And people like that, I think. Although we do use your fear. To rub it in, they will not be like you never chop since yesterday. You can't they talk of how you want to necessarily or more. So I get it. A lot of people are not that sensitive, but if you are especially in this adulthood, a lot is going on with people. So I feel everybody needs to be a bit um sensitive to what you say to people. Even when you give reviews at work, I understand it's not just beginners that listen to this our podcast. If you're an executive, if you're a manager, the way you give feedback is very important because people are dealing with a whole lot of stuff. And then you say, um, this is the third time you've never gotten it right. We ever learn. Something like that can throw someone really off. So this can is, really mess with you. This is <laughs> so yeah, I think the way you give reviews actually matter. Yeah. And there will always be difficult people. We just have to they will always learn how to manage people. Pray about managing them because at some point it gets honestly I know it <laughs> okay so you've had a very interesting journey um, as a product manager and I am so proud of you as my friend I am so so proud of you like you're doing really cool stuff but thank you thank I think you. what I'm most you say what I say thank you, thank you. Okay, so what I'm most um what I would like to talk about right now is your journey with newbies. When I talk about you most times, um, or try to refer any of my friends to you or somebody that even want to start um product manage start their journey as a product manager, what I capture first is the father she's the founder of newbies i mean i know someone that owns a non-profit organization and she's doing really amazing with it i know it must have come with its ups and down and i just wanted to share your experience 
um not like your experience how did yeah. you start newbies we know the why you started it we understood um when you mentioned earlier from the mentorship you got and then you believed other people are supposed to get that even for little or no pay so i want to know what are some lessons you've learned building newbies how did you actually start building it how did you how did you start building it what are some lessons you've learned and yeah can, can we get that okay so to be honest yeah newbies was not my idea right um the name was mine or the name is mine but um it was not completely my idea it was a bandwagon i joined and then owned right um again it boils down to being serious about what you want um so remember take me back so it was interesting when you said you have people you have journeyed with um because really these people have been part of my journey so remember the design person the designer girl that joined us um during that period right yeah she yes. so for every time she spoke to me about something like oh what are you doing where are you at i'm going to tell her and my mentor we just had the mock-up interview my mentor my mentor my mentor my mentor and you know she had done design she had been learning design for like the last two years and she had not even gotten her foot into any door so one day she was randomly thinking and she called me and she's like, I'm sorry, I'm much of a storyteller, so that's how best to answer my questions. And she's like, Do you know one thing makes sense? That every time I speak to you, I always take it away. Why is is a fast-paced journey for you? I'm like, well, she's like, um, you talk about mentorship a lot. This your mentor must have really done a lot. I was like, Yeah, you know, he helped me do this. You know, when I said everything, he places your speed, and she was like, now that she started working you know, with me and some other people, she hears their story and she hears mentorship. And she didn't have that. But thank God, because of us, she's also not trying to like, you know, see herself in places that three years ago, she would not have had the mind to put herself forward. But like she's sapping from our courage and our own journey to now push herself to say, if these people can do this, then why can't I, right? And then because of that worry, she thought, I don't want people to, I want to give back. I want to give what I did not have to people. That was it. So she didn't have that mentorship, right? So she wanted to give it to people so that people will have and not share the same, you know, story or slow. No, I'll call it a pause. I won't call it slow. There was a pause yeah. she experienced in her journey before she hits the limelight again. And that post was explained because she didn't know the direction to go. So she just took a break from it and went back into social media management where she came from. But she didn't want people because of lack of, you know, if you're taking a post, let it be a you decision, not because of lack of direction. Right. Yeah. So, and that's why she, she thought about it. So she called it designed by her name. Right. Um, and she called that's what she called it. So it was supposed to be designed. So it was she sharing her idea with me out of the blue like this is what i want to do i want to do design by i'm like oh it would be nice i'm i'm game i mean i got help without even asking i didn't know what mentorship was before i started product management and mentorship has skyrocketed me so much so that it even inspired you to do something can i teach product management i want to give back also why you're giving back based on what you did not have me i want to give back based on what i have and she said that makes sense what then do we call it and then i said newbies and yeah so that was it yeah, so along the line, um, you know, business is business and can be really funny once you start getting into it. So you ask me lessons that you've learned. One of it is, I would say, 
even if it's not something that you're whether you're making profit from or you're not making profit from even if somebody is volunteering or you're volunteering for you always document people always sign something don't bring people on board without putting a pen to a paper and in an agreement if that makes sense right because when that time comes when you if you have a goal and everybody is on board on the ship without actually being on board sorry i'm i'm lacking right words to describe when it's yeah. convenient for them they'll jump ship. right when it's convenient for them they'll jump ship and when it's convenient for you too you will jump ship and it affects every other person's vision do you understand but if there's yeah. a binding factor even when it's not when it's not when they are it's no longer convenient for them to be on that boat and they feel like oh i need something which is not wrong for people to need new things please don't get me wrong but they know that they are held to something that they must first finish before they go right um so that's like that was my first key takeaway you know she left um at a time where it wasn't really convenient for us to you know part ways right and that happened so it kind of disrupted the flow of things um but god willing i went back and i like i think i've had a really easy journey to be honest it's not easy per se but we know what people are going down out there going through on the streets and i would say god has been really kind and he has been fair i prayed about it and somehow some i had people volunteer i even put up a notice for design facilitators to come on board asked for one and two people came and matter of fact another product manager also reached out so these are teachers that transition into tech but they still wanted to teach and they reached out and like you know i want to still teach i just want to go back to the class and secondary school classroom i want to teach tech now this is what i'm doing and i'm like okay by all means please and the first thing i did like i said oh yeah everybody signed contract for three months so you are going to be with me whether you're tired or you're not tired everybody you i learned my lesson and we all signed our papers i signed that in this period this is what i'll provide for you and this is what you provide for me it was a very basic contract but we all signed it and we agreed to it right so that was like that's like my two biggest lessons i got volunteers and that helped us really push it um i also have come to understand that i think nigerians are unfair when they receive things for free right so while it's a non-profit we are now thinking of is there a word called profitization we are not thinking of profiting it right um it's not to, yes really so that people pay attention and get value the last cohort was good but we also experienced people drop off at very odd hours like the project presentation phase it was a very daunting challenge for me because we already had things planned out again when people drop off like that it affects your overall vision you know we had planned 1 p.m 2 p.m one designer per team and at the end of the point some people are saying i don't want to do it again i'm tired i can't do it. you know because there's no commitment so while for your co-work your workers or your co-workers you need some sort of commitment the people you're teaching too i just realized that commitment does not just matter to only those working with you or working for you it also matters to the people you're giving this your time your effort and your resources to so there should be some form of commitment from their end too, you know, before they maybe see what you're giving as value. Um, yeah, and also be supportive to people that 
work for you right in every way be understanding be empathetic remember that people are first people before workers and that will go a long way in making them willing to do what you need not my friend speaking like a business guru guy <laughs> the empathy part be empathetic to people you are working with because when they understand that um when they feel among, when they feel like they are part of this vision, when they feel like their voice are being heard, they are considered, you get it's not just in giving them, it's not even in just paying them good money, it's by making their opinions seem valid when it's actually valid. Mm -hmm. You don't toss it down because I will work for me. I make the final decision. You get I love I love your growth. I love the work you've put into newbies and we look forward to the next cohort. Yeah, we look forward to all the um, goodies that will be coming with the next cohort. Oh, uh, just quick question. So the business with your co-founder, the um, the business part of it was where she left. Did that affect your personal relationship? Um. Yes, it did. Um, and to be honest, um, I I hope she gets to listen to this. So I wish somehow this gets to her. Um, it first affected our personal relationship first, and you know that was what translated into work, right? Um, oh, wow. I'm somebody that knows how to differentiate work, and um, I, I may hate you. Generally speaking, right? I may not like you, but if I want to do something and I know that you will give me that thing, I will still come to you. So I, I grew up in a collaborative environment in terms of what I studied in school, theater arts. You can't achieve anything working alone, right? So many a times we want to do a play. Our choreographer is one 400 level students that we hate and we are in 200 level because 400 level students can be so annoying in theater, right? But people will be yeah. like, ah, it's only Major T. There's this popular guy. It's only Major T that is going to give. A lot of people didn't like him. I, well, for one, also did not like him. But you know what? I took the bold step. I'm like, Major T, you want to discography. You're the only one that knows this type of photography. He was shocked. He was super shocked. I told him, I'll pay you if I have to. He was like, no, 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 it doesn't. He did his job. I told him, thank you. And we never spoke again. Right? Um... So but I don't think everybody, you know, can pull that off. It was, I was really wishing we could, we don't need to be friends to work together. I was wishing we could, you know, put the business first, you know, before our personal emotions. I was hot. I think she was hot as well. But, you know, that was not the case. It's okay for you to be able to do something, um, but other people to not be able to do that is something you have to realize that it's not the same Maybe on my own part, I may have failed to understand that as at the time that it was happening because I was also clouded in my emotions, thinking, if you leave, how do I manage this? How do I not manage this, right? Um, I failed to understand that I could have had to also fix the relationship. The business kind of clouded my head. Do you get that? And so I was not concerned about the friendship. While she was expressing her heart about something else, I was like, you know what, let's put that aside first and focus on this. And I feel like I could have done better um, in that area. So yeah. You 
have spoken so well. I have taken, I've taken, I've taken notes on that mentally for me and my big business that I want to start. Um, you've gotten <laughs> your knowledge, you've gotten your the knowledge, you've gotten the experience so far where you are. And I am aware of um lessons you've learned. You are aware of places you want to um incorporate these lessons you've learned, and that's a very, very important thing for everyone to have self-aware know it own it and everybody will be happy i'm glad you were honest on this call i am glad you spilled the tea from application phase to the work phase and now to your startup that this has been a really good um session and i really really appreciate having you on this podcast thank you so much please do you have any um last notes you would like to give or anything you would like to say um yes i would say for my beginning product managers it's hard out there but like my mentor would like to tell me instead of sitting around waiting for an opportunity create the opportunity for yourself which is what we did with that little project that we did um secondly like i said in the business side of it remember that people are people first before you know workers colleagues business partners that goes a long way in showing that beyond using them to get what you want you care for their well-being genuinely that could have saved me a business partner if i thought about that as at the time and lastly this girl is stressed so she's taking a break from newbies for a while but we'll be back in me better um if you're intending to learn product manager out and um, product management april may beginning of may we'll be back and get the ball rolling um and so just get ready it's going to be better a lot better than the last god yay we are so proud of you we look forward to having you on this podcast again as you come bigger and we will really appreciate to hear from you thank you our listeners this has been an amazing session thank you for staying to this point I hope you share this podcast with someone you know it will be helpful to and i hope you have the thank you please share it share it share it and share it thank you thank you very bye much. bye guys yeah